0: It was my dream to be in Scope. Last year I came here and I was so moved by some of the art that it brought me to tears. But y'all know, that's how. I'm a crier. Okay? I'm sensitive. And so this year to be in the show is like everything I wanted. Black creativity is unstoppable. The Studio Noise podcast takes you into the studio with Black artists and creatives making the art that moves the culture. You get to feel all the inspiration, technique, and passion behind the people making paintings, making sculptures, making prints, making noise. It's the Studio Noise Podcast with your host, Jamal Barber. It's the noise.
1: Yes, it's your boy, Jay Barber. It's easy to get caught up in the sights and sounds of Miami Art Week. (laughs) It's a lot going on. But through the hustle and bustle, All the people running around, the Lamborghinis on the street, the BBLs, all that good stuff through all the noise. You can't forget to appreciate the journey. And while I was down in Miami Art Week, I stole a few minutes from Martha A. Wade and Risha of the Women's Live Artist Studio to talk about the experience that they had at SCOPE, being at the fair, getting to the fair, which is also a thing, right? (laughs) It ain't easy for everybody. We don't just show up and just end up at SCOPE. I caught up with them outside the fair. So it's a little noisy, but, you know, it's South Beach. (laughs) It's Miami. You know, it's Art Basel. It's the whole thing, the whole nine. It's a whole vibe out there. And so, you know, you get a little bit of their music playing, but I had to catch them when I could. Uh, It's such a busy time. And so even stealing away these, you know, 15 minutes or so that I got from them was uh, it was a big deal. So I appreciate them taking some time out to talk to me. So we got to make sure to bring them back for a full uh, Not noisy episode of <laughs> Studio Noise, but it was great talking to him. But, you know, it's your boy, Jay Barber, down in Miami. You know, I made it to Miami. Thank you to Black Art America for bringing me down there. I got to host a panel with Black Art America Uh, at Scope. It was a great panel. Can't wait to bring that to y'all, too. But Black Art in America was there making noise, so your boy was down there. And so, you know, if I'm down there, you're down there. We down there making sure that we see what's representing what's going on so i can bring you the sights and the sounds from art Basel. it's the noise studio noise baby the voice of black art bringing you the very best in contemporary black art from the high museum to miami art week to anywhere that you see black folks and art being together then you know that's the noise that i'm talking about make sure we get it you want to check out some of the photos that i took uh, from the art show and some of the pictures from the Women's Live Artist Studio booth. You can check it out on IG at Studio Noise Podcast. Check out the website and archive all our episodes at www.studionoisepodcast.com. And so now you get this special little snippet of an interview, a little taste of the sights and sounds of Miami Art Week with Martha A. Wade and Risha live from the streets of Miami. Then afterwards, stay tuned as I go back and reflect a little bit on the past year as we enter 2024. Happy New Year to everybody. It's more noise coming back at you, baby. So right after the break, you already know it's the noise, baby. Yes. This is Chris Clark, a.k.a. Cooley Ross, professional artist, muralist, and you are listening to Studio Noise. Here live at Scope Studio Noise at Art Basel in Miami, live. I'm at Scope. I'm sitting with, well, I'm outside of Scope now. This is live. This is happening right now. Your boy, you are getting the full experience of what it's like to be here, Art Basel. I'm here with two fantastic, wonderful artists, friends from Chicago that I love so much. Uh, The Women's Live Artist Studio, they came down, they represented, they got themselves together, and now they are here at SCOPE. They got a booth, it's a wonderful booth, wonderful setup. And now I'm here with two of the artists and the owner of of the place too, the owner operator of the place too. Got Martha A. Way and we got Risha here in the house on Studio Noise. What's up ladies?
2: Hello, everybody. I'm glad to be here. Hello, hello.
1: (laughs) And that's the two ladies, y'all. Y'all here at Scope, like, um, it's fun watching y'all go through the whole process online. They raised a ton of money to be able to come here just for the opportunity. And they're showing up and showing out. So I'm going to talk to Martha first. Martha, tell us, what was it like? What's the experience of getting all this stuff together and bringing your big, fine self down here to Art Basel?
0: Thank you. It's a great experience. It's a dream come true to be here. Scope has always been my favorite show during Miami Art Week, and it was my dream to be in Scope. Last year I came here, and I was so moved by some of the art that it brought me to tears. But y'all know, that's how. I'm a crier, okay? I'm sensitive. And so this year to be in the show is like everything I wanted. Yeah, and it's a lot of work, as you know, but I love it.
1: Yeah, it's a, it is a lot of work. And y'all have set up the Women's Live Art Studio. Y'all have a... Well, tell us about it a little bit, because I don't want to speak for you. Y'all let you speak for yourself. Tell us a little bit about the history and where you were and how you end up getting in.
0: So we're um, artist-led, women-owned gallery, multicultural. We have now 32 artists. We started during Women's Month at Navy Pier in Chicago, which is... The number one attraction in chicago there's nine million people that come through navy pier um, and so we're founded on the tenants of community it's so like helping mentor young artists that are coming up that don't know certain things like from d-ringing a painting to selling their work pricing it uh, we have handmade items from garments to oil paintings and
1: this, this is live on the streets of Miami. So we, <laughs> you hear traffic of people going, a Lamborghini driving by. It's that type of vibe down here. It's BBLs and Lamborghinis everywhere.
0: So Scope came up about six weeks ago. And we selected 20 out of our 30 artists at the time to submit. So we submitted a deck. And my business partner, Dana Todd Pope, and I <laughs> were talking with Scope. They chose six artists. And so the six were on our top list anyway. So we chose to bring six artists to Scope and have the most beautiful show that I've been in and to have the support and help of the other women who jump in. The first thing we all put in, we've raised the artists, like ourselves, like about 15,000. So that was the base to pay the deposit. And then raised up to $70,000 to be here uh, from GoFundMe, friends, family, people that have always believed in us partnerships and I told you we have gift bags that were given away that have the pigment magazine um, and they were our fiscal sponsor so people that wanted large donations were able to get that tax deductible and the bags are beautiful sponsored by Everett Wealth Solutions who is my mom who has supported me through everything um, and people are happy I knew that we would be happy to get the bags because you have all the swag when you walk around the fair and I want them to have something to put it in
1: That's great. I think that's that's an awesome story. Being able to raise that much money in six weeks, that just showed the kind of support and uh, network that y'all have built up for yourselves.
0: Um, I had this idea that, because a lot of my mentors are men artists, and some of my favorite artists that are my mentors are from Chicago. Hold on. Uh, So I figured, why not ask these Chicago men artists to help donate to lift up their women from their city. So I got Kevin, Wack Williams, Max Sansing, and now Hebrew Brantley all have offered to donate artwork. And then the proceeds of that help us probably go to Venice in April. So they were donating for this, but it carries. And now now I sent out an email about the donation. I had another artist say, well, how can I donate to help your cause? And these are men, these are black men who love us and are showing that love and I so appreciate that.
1: Absolutely, because that, that kind of stuff matters, right? The Studio Noise, to me, voice of black art, but it's got to be the number one black woman art podcast in the whole world. I love to support all kinds of black women on the show. One of my favorite guests, favorite guests of all time. I probably More, I guess, are probably black women than anything on the show. I just love what y'all talk and what y'all say. <laughs> and so now we'll talk to Risha a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your experience being here. you one of the artists that were selected being here at SCOPE. How are you feeling?
2: Um, I feel super excited. This is our third time showing at Basel or or Art Week in Miami. Um, And each time it's a learning lesson. Um, Every time we come here, we evolve as artists. Um, I think that um, I'm blessed to be here, and I was chosen to be here. I didn't think about being here, someone thought about me being here. And that means a a, a lot. It's
1: important. Oh, absolutely. And so you also uh, spent some time in the booth. I know you got, uh, what's been your experience interacting with the people? Because I, I always think it's a different kind of experience. And I'm asking a lot of people this, about the experience difference between being in an art gallery, which is a you know usually a small space, self-contained, you've spent a lot of time on it, and being here at a fair, where it's so many people going through, so much traffic, so many interactions so many questions so many sudden setting, setting up and, and presenting yourself like how do you feel about that experience the fair experience as you for the artist
2: well actually it's it's a weird uh, dichotomy with me because i can be when i'm there i can be very social butterfly but i'm actually a recluse and so on the way here i'm like Ugh, i'm not looking forward to this part but actually when i get in there and people have sincere and real questions about my process and about the work I enjoy talking about that it, it is a venue to uh, let that out um, when you don't generally talk about your work at that level but um, to be honest I would love not to do it at all how about that? that's so real how about that I'd love to just get a phone call and said hey that piece sold that's I'd super like to be real on the beach somewhere laying out and have that happen but it's part of the work, and it's people like to engage with the artists. Um, prime example: uh, yesterday, I was I wasn't scheduled to be there, and I was out and about, and I get a phone call, very excited phone call, that something sold, and um, the the collector is still there, and I need to drop what I'm doing and come over there yeah, and bring
1: them. your ass over to the thing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and I'm like, okay, well, it's the dead of art week the traffic is going to be nuts but i'm on my way and uh, she was there when i got there and it took quite a bit to get there um but i do think it means something when a collector spends that amount of money and commits to looking at something i made every day they want they paid lots of money and they want to look at it every day so i think it's only fair that i drop what i'm doing and come on over so she can lay eyes on the person um, that made what she committed to. Yeah,
1: That's that's part of the beauty of the experience, right? Getting to have that interaction. Martha, you have work here, too, as long as being with the gallery owner. So real quick aside, as an artist, what are you thinking when people come into the booth and look at your work, and what's been your experience here at SCOPE? It's
0: been... It's been a good experience it's been kind of beautiful to see people how they respond to my work and they're just like wow I love that and then they tell me what they see and that's pretty much what I was thinking yesterday one of my favorite people that I just met said that our conversation about my work helped her make a decision and feel like she would go back and now she knew what she needed to do so that was and that we were just talking naturally Um, And I've had people like, it's not validate, but you you like it when people respond to your work. You know, the owner of Scope pointed to it and said it was rad. And I respect that, because I know he's very involved at picking what comes in. He sees a lot of art. Um, And I'm so proud of the artists that we brought. So it makes me so happy that Risha sold, that Candice's piece is getting so much love, um, and it's 12 panels, and it was so fun to hang, that... Gretchen Jankowski's pieces are ridiculous. ridiculous. You know, the double bubble chair that's functional art, and then her light box piece that she says is her I don't best work both yet. Of
2: those I just don't have a
0: cool enough house to put it in. Like, her art is so. No, oh, you do I, have a cool, and don't, you have no, a cool enough house. Or your house. studio. I need like, a, a discotheque. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, that's, that's exciting, and, and it's got to be great for, especially the amount of work that y'all put into it. I'm going to talk a little bit, switch your modes, not about an artist, but as a gallery owner. Like, what are you thinking in the space? Because you have to consider everything a little bit differently.
0: So as a gallery owner, you have to have some tough conversations with the artists and stand firm and take your percentage and look at the business side and what the numbers are doing and what things cost and what makes sense. And then you have to decide like who to take to the next show. Like, is everybody ready? Even if the work is ready, are they ready in terms of our other tenants, right? Like what we value at Women's Live Artist Studio, that spirit of community. Have you mentored anyone in the group? Have you gone to Navy Pier to like, do volunteer hours? Or have you live painted in the space? Because that's how we were founded, where it was like, we're here painting live. And our goal is to educate the public. We meet so many people that have never been to a museum or a gallery, and they're like, I've never seen this, never seen myself represented in art. Like, wow, oh, my God. And all these tourists from around the world are exposed to this kind of art in a new way. And we're there, like, yeah, hey, come on in. Looks are free, you know. Um, So that's the gallery part.
1: Nah, no, this is exciting, yo. Know? And so, being in this process, I'm gonna kick it to you, Risha. What do you? What are your thoughts about the whole live artist studio, women's live artist studio, and what they're trying to build and where you think it's going?
2: Oh, I, I believe in whatever Martha says she's doing. Um, like I said, no, yeah, she does. She, um, she's a beast, and so. She and I also have tough conversations because now she is at a different level and I will look at her and say, I will keep it clean. Um, You're an artist, don't you remember this feeling? Like I I do want to kick back that feeling of, don't remember how that felt coming from this direction. And it's a tough space for her to be in, but I think it keeps us both honest. Um, I think we help each other And knowing that, okay, she sees it from this end, I see it from that end. And the beauty in it is that no matter what, I'm going to do what she says. (laughs) That's what's the fuck's going to happen. And it sounds like I'm a kiss-ass about it or whatever, but um, it's tried and true. It it has worked, and um, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, But I do also want to say, remember how that felt. Remember how you feel about something that you made. Um, I'm going to trust you and you trust me, period.
1: Hey, that's what comes with leadership, right? And what you're describing is she's the leader of the group. And so you can...
2: At the end of the day, and we have a different history than some of these other ladies that are in the group, we... We laid the foundation a long time ago. We've been working really hard. We had Gallerina 19. What year was that? 2014. 2014. We shared a space. We had a gallery. We tried. We failed. We won. We sold. We We did did our own show at Spectrum. Yeah,
0: that's when we went to Spectrum. And we put our own show up. Yeah, that was our first time at Art Basel.
2: (laughs) And she knows, like, just down to, out of pure respect when when it was there's so many details to this shit you guys have no idea but the hotel is across the street like we literally walk what 500 feet 800 feet and we're and that alone is everything like we can go back and forth to the room um it's it's not the type of room that i normally would get but it makes sense I haven't complained once about that room because usually I'm like, hey, I need some five-star shit. But, um, yeah, just write down the coordination to uh, where the, the van is parked, the shipping of the art. And, and that's what I felt like this whole month leading up to what we were doing felt like a broken record to my friends who don't do this. They don't understand I'm like, you think we're just playing around with paintbrushes? Oh, no. I'm making boxes. I'm worried about how it's going to get there. Um, and this all happened off the cuff text message from Martha. Hey, Basel 2023. Um, well, And I was like, sure. And then the next thing you know, I just jumped into a pitfall. And then they're um, uh, curating the show. We thought
0: we were signing up. I didn't know I was on a chopping block. So the gallery, the gallery thought we could pick the artist that we were gonna choose, and we, me and Dana, were like, "Who do we? Who's ready?" And then they, we had to submit. So down to like the artwork. Now once they trust you, now we brought in a piece, right? But it's highly curated show. So like me and Dana were like, "Good thing they chose us." And if they wait, we would still be here. I'm, I'm I'm minding my business. I get a call from Martha.
2: Like I said, didn't know I was on the chopping block. I'm going. Like, what? I'm there. And then the way she delivers it to me, she was like, well, we didn't know it was curated, and we submitted these many. Like, and so, I don't know, my, my heart starts beating out my chest. Like, I didn't make it? Like And, and then they say, oh, Williams. What? what?
0: They, which Williams is it? Did, did she put your last name on it? Williams it is. Re-shot. And we said, we were like, what was But
2: the way she but <laughs> told me, she could have just pre-entered. She did it on purpose. I was like,
0: How do, you, do you want it? And my heart was do like, do you this. want it? I was like, oh, wait, I
2: thought <laughs> I was in. Like, what the
0: fuck? One of our, our tenants is Eye of the Tiger. Does that artist have that Eye of the Tiger? And you definitely got it. I'm just saying, that's just number
1: one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a great story, yo. Y'all, so much fun, yo. Y'all got of. <laughs> Y'all got to make sure we're going we're gonna to bring y'all back for four
0: episodes.
2: We're
1: going to bring y'all back for a full episode because this, this dynamic, this language, this, this whole story about what y'all are doing is so amazing. We definitely want to support it. You're going to be official Studio Noise fam soon after the show. But right now, tell them where they can find the gallery, where they can find y'all, where to sign up for your mailing list, all that good stuff.
0: Yeah, you can find Women's Live Artist Studio at Navy Pier, 600 East Grand Avenue. We're right next to the Children's Museum. Uh, Usually, yeah, our website is womensliveartiststudio.com.
2: What's your website?
1: Yeah, you got to give your own stuff, too.
0: Yeah, my website is Wade Create, so I'm Wade Create. Most of the people know me at Wade Create on Instagram and wadecreate.com Risha.work
2: r-e-i-s-h-a dot work there you go that, that's
1: it I'm gonna keep traveling around the fair I'm gonna bring y'all more sights and sounds from Art Bowser from Miami it's your boy Jay Barber it's the noise baby yes Is Kevin Wag Williams. I'm a painter, creative, figurative storyteller for the culture. You are listening to Studio Noise Podcast. Yes, the noise. It's your boy Jay Barber back with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We back another new year. I just thought it'd be important just to reflect a little bit on last year. Uh, of all the things that have happened and all the things we've been through, you gotta got to take some time to acknowledge the things uh, that have happened before you can deal with them. And for me, 2023 was an amazing year. I did a lot of good things. Was on MTV TV show. I uh, did a lot of shows, visiting artist stuff. I taught. I uh, illustrated a book that that y'all can check out coming up soon. A lot of lot of good stuff. A lot of highs. Uh, but also have to acknowledge uh, the other times (laughs) that have happened. And particularly, I'm talking about the passing of my grandmother, uh, Pearly Mae Lundy. Uh, She was a tremendous spirit. I loved her so much. And I was devastated when she passed. Uh, She had been sick for a while. I don't put this. You know how our elders are. They They all get to that age where, you know, stuff is happening, you know, uh, the life journey and the process that's going to come through. Uh, but you anticipate it as much as she was sick and her condition was getting worse mentally to deal with it is one thing to actually deal with it. The moment that it hit me was something else, uh, something that I've never felt before. And if you're wondering why the podcast kind of abruptly stopped and some things happen is because I completely fell into a hole uh, when my grandmother passed, uh, it was something about it. Cause it wasn't just to have this pillar of a person, this force in my life, uh, to be taken away from you. It was, it made everything seem precarious. And for a while I was feeling like all of this stuff could be taken away from me. And I was unsettled completely. And to me, it, it really put in, pers- in, it put into perspective a lot of the things that I, had been doing. Like, yes, I do art. Yes, it's fun. Yes, I give my life to it. Like, yes, there's nothing more I would rather do than sit around and carve wood or create or paint or do whatever. Talk to y'all, <laughs> all the things, right? Um, but none of that mattered in that time. And it took me a long time to get myself out of that hole. And now, you know, here, and you can see in some of these episodes uh, coming up, these episodes from Miami. These that trip. Thank you to Najee Dorsey for uh, giving me the opportunity. I think that was the impetus for me to finally save myself, if that makes sense, to get back into the work, to reengage with the world in a way that I didn't feel like I could for a long time. I've never been in that big of a hole before, and usually I could work myself out, but I didn't want my work to be about me working myself out. I don't know if this. Is <laughs> This is off the cuff. So I don't know if I'm making any sense to anybody out there, but I hope you hear me and I hope you can um, hear my voice. If you're going through it, Uh, hear my voice, if you're dealing with things and know that other people are dealing with it too, that you're not alone to reach out, uh, engage with the community, engage with your artwork, find something. Um, Because when these things, these people, these presences leave you, Man, you can feel it. Man, you can feel it. For a long time, the world felt so light when my grandmother left. And not to serious this out uh, too much, but um, really, I want to put that out there as a thank you, I think, for everybody that has listened and, and paid attention to the Studio Noise podcast and, that pays attention to Black art that support your local artists. Uh, this is just a thank you because this community is, it means a lot, uh, in a lot of different ways and a lot of different times because the things that I get out of it now, now, as I work myself out of it, are the things that I needed when I was in that hole. And it's important to acknowledge it. It's important to say that when you are feeling down to get yourself some help, I had to go get myself some help. Um, I tried to self-soothe and cope with things on my own and realized it was too big. And that's okay too, that it can't be too big for you. Um, Even when we're talking about art, uh, and it's going to be a lot of way more fun (laughs) conversation to be had about how to make things and the thought processes of people and how we're connecting and speaking the truth of Black people into the world. But take some time for yourself too. Right. If you need a break, if you need some help, get your help. Get the break. You deserve it. You are the first person uh, that needs to be taken care of. Everything else is a tool, but you are the art and you have to take care of it. And so, to anybody out there, if you're struggling, if you're listening, you're not struggling. If you have struggled, like you know the feeling that I'm talking about. And hopefully, as we go into this new year, it can bring you new things, uh, new opportunities new ways of thinking new ways of working new happiness and joy into your life because this life is so fleeting it goes so fast and so that's my message yo that that i hope everybody out there has been having a great time i wish nothing but success and prosperity for you for your family for everybody listening uh the friends of everybody that listen uh anybody that has anything to do with anything (laughs) i just want joy and peace for the whole world and i know 2024 is gonna be a big year in a lot of ways uh, a lot of ways that we don't want <laughs> and a lot of ways that we do want and so we hope that we take this year this time and we fill it with your dreams and success and joy and all things that's it another episode of studio noise in the bag definitely want to thank you definitely want to welcome y'all to this new year A couple more episodes of Miami Noise, and then we are right back to it. More of that great art talk that you know and love. I can't wait to give it to you. I can't wait to be a part of it, honestly. And so as we go, let's conquer this new year together, baby. That's right. It's your boy, Jay Barber, Studio Noise. I'll see y'all next week. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening to the Studio Noise podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please take a second to rate us and write a review to make sure everybody knows about the noise. Follow us on Instagram at Studio Noise Podcast.